Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my pleasure to be speaking today with Amit Uran. He's the president of RSA. Amit, thanks so much for joining me today. Great, thanks for having me. So, Amit, we're having this conversation at a critical time in RSA's history because longtime chairman Art Caviello is just stepping down. When we think about Art Caviello, what would you say is his legacy, not just at RSA, but in, in the information security industry? Yeah, Art had a tremendous impact on RSA, of course, as uh, first the company's CFO and CEO and and then serving as our executive uh, chairman for many years, but more importantly, on the broader information security industry. He's been a real icon uh, and a real champion for our industry, helping as almost as an ambassador to the rest of the technology industry and to business, to help them understand what information security is about and as a unifying figure for the industry. And Bate, what do you find to be the biggest challenge in filling Art's shoes now that he has announced his retirement? I think the key to success here is not trying to fill Art's shoes. <laughs> that would be, uh, I don't want to call it an insurmountable task, but a uh, homework assignment that I don't think I or anybody else, uh, any other sane person would take on. Um, so it's not going to be uh, an attempt to fill Art's shoes. It's going to be walking in my shoes alongside uh, the path we were going down with art and, and to try and do and fulfill our vision in a slightly different way uh, and not try and do it as art. Well, Amit, let's talk about your shoes then. What do you see as your key tasks as president of RSA? And in the time you've been there, what would you say have been your key accomplishments? Well, accomplishments, very few. Uh, it's only been a couple of months, <laughs> and I certainly wouldn't, you know, stick a flag in the ground and said and, and declare victory. Not yet, anyway. But there's a number of of key areas where I'm focusing my time on over the last couple of months and going forward. The first is in refining RSA's vision and continuing to focus on our growth strategy going forward. Uh, what are the key markets that we're in? What are the right products and right features in those markets? And how do we create the greatest value uh, for our customers? You know, like any company, you know, over time, uh, you need to take a step back, think through where the market is, think through where it's going, and how you can achieve and deliver the greatest value to your customer base. So we're doing a lot of things to radically realign RSA around our vision and in a very focused way. I mean, it strikes me that a year ago at RSA conference, a lot of the conversation was about the relationship of RSA and the NSA and the controversy about that. Here we are a year later, you're president of the company. What would you say is the state of information security today? as we begin 2015. Yeah, what we've seen play out time and time again throughout the course of 2014 and already early in 2015 is the rise and pervasiveness of advanced 
threat actors. People ex uh, using zero-day exploits, people chaining together a sequence of attack activity into a real strategic campaign against an organization and gaining access, which in many cases remains in place over the course of months or in some cases even years. And so the state of information security is what I would characterize as at a tremendous imbalance where organizations that are investing a lot of dollars into security don't really understand the threat environment. They don't really understand the requirements of what they need to do to better protect themselves, and they don't have a strategy for getting that done. And so we're going to go through a very radical transformation in the security space because the current equilibrium is just sort of out of balance. So as a follow-up, you were just at the White House Cybersecurity Summit last week. What would you say is the state of the relationship between the information security vendor community and the U.S. government today as opposed to a year ago? There's a, uh, there's a careful balance here, and it's not just the vendor community. It's those in the security industry, whether they're vendors like RSA or practitioners trying to help secure major corporations. And I think that the real crux of the issue is better clarity around what the role of government is in the security industry and what should it be relative to cybersecurity. I believe there's absolutely a critical role for the government to play in many instances, certainly anything on the law enforcement side, uh, any sort of offensive action is, is clearly and, and only available to, uh, to the government. And, and there's broader roles to play in terms of assuring transparency, providing the private sector with a better understanding of the threat environment and security requirements, right? What do organizations need to do to protect themselves against these various levels of threat in order to detect these uh, sophisticated actors when they do break into to systems? Challenges as you get closer and closer to the operational role, you know, how much uh, of that is the government capable of doing and how much should it be doing? and how much of it ultimately uh, will reside in, in the responsibility of the, the private sector. And that's where I think we still need the rules of the road still haven't been very uh, carefully articulated, uh, and it certainly isn't clear to, uh, to a lot of folks. I mean, a few moments ago you talked about advanced threats. What are the attack trends that concern you the most today? The attack trend that's most concerning uh, I would say it's the pervasiveness of, of advanced threats. And, and you saw it just uh, in the latest news cycle with you know, these hard drives, which supposedly have been running some form of uh, phone home type of, uh, type of malware. And uh, without speculating on, uh, on the programs or, or the disclosures, what we've seen time and again is that sophisticated threat actors, whether they're cyber criminals trying to steal billions of dollars, or whether it's nation-state-sponsored activity, they're extremely creative and they're coming up with very sophisticated methods and means of achieving their objective in the cyber domain. And 
we've got to think, and the industry has to think about security in a different way. It's not about building bigger walls and deeper moats, and it's not about having a defense in depth and multiple layers of controls and protections. You need to do those things. But it's about realizing that no matter how high you build the walls, no matter how deep the moats are, the adversaries are still going to get in. And you need to rethink and retool and retrain your organization to be able to monitor in a different way, be able to detect uh, things outside of the signature-based methodologies, and to be able to adequately scope an incident as it's unfolding and to bring yourself back to a secure state. And it's those organizations which haven't bet the entire farm on a protect-everything-at-all-costs strategy that will find themselves a greater degree of agility and improve their probability of success going forward. Well, we consistently hear that traditional security solutions just aren't sufficient against today's advanced threats. Where do you see the biggest gaps in security solutions? And frankly, what is RSA doing to address these gaps? There are so many gaps in today's security solutions. And what we see is are, what we see are a lot of point products, very focused, laser focused on preventing or protecting one specific thing. And I'm not saying those aren't necessary, but the one area where RSA leads the market, of all the areas where RSA leads the market, the one area that I'm perhaps most excited about is in this pervasive visibility. And looking at the ground truth of what's occurring in the network, how uh, and what logging and telemetry is coming from across the infrastructure, uh, what's happening on the hosts, being able to ingest and analyze that data to identify abnormal patterns, to identify uh, and provide you visibility into these attacks which you haven't seen before, I think is a critical differentiator for RSA. Uh, and again, when you look at any of these sort of late-breaking news stories about the latest exploits that are happening, those aren't, you know, there's a requirement to retool your infrastructure. You should have visibility into that already. Right? Using these types of technologies, it's absolutely possible, and a lot of leading organizations are doing it. Let's talk about the marketplace a little bit. In the past year, we saw a lot of consolidation. I'm thinking FireEye and Mandiant. How do you see the information security marketplace evolving this year? The information security market is a highly fragmented market. Uh, there's a lot of innovation going on. And there's a lot of entrepreneurial spirit because the problems facing enterprises today in their IT environments around cybersecurity are overwhelming. They're daunting tasks, and there's so many opportunities for compromise. So we've got a, uh, a highly innovative field. We've got a lot of startups. We've got a lot of funding going into security, and you've got a lot of large corporations which are not only innovating, but they're bringing a lot of these pieces of these capabilities together to help customers at a more strategic level. And I think we're going to continue to see that trend or those trends play themselves out. A lot of innovation occurring, as uh, is always the case. A vast majority of 
the startups aren't, you know, the, the, many of them will get funding, but they're not going to make it. Many of them won't make it. Most of them won't make it in, as, uh, as independent companies. The ones that help customers with real pain points will ultimately, in all probability, end up getting acquired and becoming a portfolio or part of a portfolio of a larger security platform. Change of direction a little bit. Let's talk about the profession. And we all recognize a shortage of skilled information security pros. What do you feel needs to be done to ensure that we have both the right quantity of skilled professionals as well as quality of skilled professionals to meet the needs that we have? Yeah, and this is the, the market has an insatiable appetite for domain expertise in the security profession. So there's good job security <laughs> for anyone in or looking at uh, at the security uh, industry. Now, there's a couple of things that I believe very strongly, and as fast as we can educate and train security professionals, the need is so great that for the foreseeable future, uh, I don't see that trend reversing itself. Go out and find the best talent you can find, hire them, train them internally, you'll still have a critical uh, shortage of the right skills. One of the things we focus at in RSA is technologies which can help your security professional scale their expertise. You only have a limited number of, you know, super smart security professionals. How do we scale them asymmetrically? How do we allow them to look at more data, cross and uh, and protect larger, more vast expanses of, of technology in a way that gives them tremendous scale and, and, and precision? Uh, and the other piece is making incredibly sophisticated security analysis easier. So things which would otherwise require years and years of learning, training, expertise, and experience, to be able to automate a lot of these functionalities so that you not only get better scale, but you can take a more junior analyst and have them perform functions which, you know, without these technologies, would require a real uh, security rocket scientist. I made a final question for you. It strikes me you've got an interesting background because you've worked for government, you've been part of startup organizations, certainly been part of traditional larger organizations such as RSA, EMC. If you were to talk to a security professional starting his or her career in 2015, what would would be your key advice to that individual? Yeah, based on uh, my own schizophrenic career, (laughs) I would offer the following advice. Don't follow the money. There's a lot of ways to uh, to make a living in security. I think the best key to success in those individuals which have both achieved the greatest success and had the greatest impact, uh, and oh by the way, financial reward will come will come with it is making sure that you take those tasks, those assignments which you're passionate about. Right? If you have a a, a level of interest and a passion for you know, networking or for operating system security or memory analysis or cryptography or 
GRC or whatever, you know, whatever aspect of security you're uh, intrigued by, you know, follow your heart because you're going to end up pursuing it in a more aggressive way. You have a, a, a greater level of happiness in the work that you do, uh, and it'll lead to greater follow-on opportunities. If you think that there's somebody uh, that you can learn a lot from in an area of interest, you know, pursue working with that individual. Uh, place value on it. It's not just a matter of, you know, I can earn five more dollars here or there. Uh, I think if you do something you love, you'll do it better, and the rewards will come, uh, not just job satisfaction, but, you know, over time, the, the financial rewards will, will end up uh, much greater. I mean, that's great advice. Thank you so much for your time and your insight today. That was great speaking with you. I've been talking with Amit Yoran. He's president of RSA for Information Security Media Group. I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.